Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad. 1997. I get no doubt. Chad Mornings with Chelsea Bird and Shay Ganim. Brought to you by Adams Chevrolet. Top of the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Offering free delivery anywhere in Alberta. 737 on this Flashback Friday. Uh, Shay is, of course, guest hosting today from 9 to 12 right here on 630 Chad. Uh, but Morley is joining me for a look back at 1997 and lots of you texting in 780-496-0063. Where was your life in 1997? We just heard uh, Elton John's Candle in the Wind, which we were mentioning uh, last break. And uh, yeah, Morley, of course, that was a tribute to Princess Diana. 2.5 billion people watched her funeral on TV. Yeah, indeed. That was a Saturday morning, as I recall, and uh, I, I kind of got an interesting story about that. Uh, she died uh, in August, and Mother Teresa died in sept- early in September. Oh, that's right. And uh, I remember uh, my son, as I mentioned, a young man, he used to get up and, and watch the cartoons on Saturday mornings and let Mom and Dad sleep in. Uh, he came up on the one Saturday morning and uh, said he can't find any cartoons on TV. And then I realized all the stations were playing Princess Di's funeral, right? So oh. we, I, I explained to him, you know, about what had happened and what a funeral was and everything. And then the next Saturday, he gets up to go watch uh, cartoons again. And he comes back up. He's in the bedroom. And he's got this mad look in his face. And I said, well, what's the matter, Jay? And he goes, it's another funeral on. And it was Mother <laughs> Teresa's funeral that, oh. that was on. So he couldn't watch his cartoons for two days in a row. So. Or two weeks for, and for for a six-year-old, I mean, that would be that's devastating. Yeah. Saturday Big morning cartoons did, yeah. were for a while they were they were so good, and it was it was worth getting up for the Saturday morning lineup. Someone on the text line here reminds us though that it was Thursday nights on NBC that were the good uh, TV nights because it was TV? ER, Friends, and Frasier. Mm-hmm. I remember TV. that. Yeah. I remember that lineup. Yeah, it was Must See TV. Um, and ER, of course, starring George Clooney, who was named the uh, People's Sexiest Man Alive in 1997. Probably, I think, well deserved <laughs> in that Absolutely. year, or really any other no year. No argument for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob on the text line says, in 1997, uh, he was kind of in a similar boat to you, Morley. He was a young dad at the time. He says, my firstborn was turning one year old. He's now turning 25 this year. He says, if there was a way that I could go turn back time, I'd do it all over again, this time with more emphasis on family time rather than work time. He says, take that as advice, Chels. You're going to miss your kids when they're all grown up. Yeah, it goes fast. Certainly does. I'm here to tell you, it certainly does. Uh, ab- absolutely. You know, yeah, I got one that's out of the house, one that's in the house. will be out of the house soon. Got a grandkid. And uh, you look, think back and go, wow, where did it all go? And like I said to you, 97 to me, it's like a million years ago. Uh, it's only what, like 23 years ago, 24 years ago, right? But mm-hmm. uh, it just seems like so long ago and so much has happened since then. But in the, big, it, a, in the big a lot, scheme of things, it's not that long. Well, a lot has changed. I mean, when you look at the th- the things that were controversial back then, too, I mean, Ellen DeGeneres coming out on her TV show as gay was so controversial, it made it cost her her show at the time. Yep. And now, I mean, the things that are the things that are controversial now, I mean, you could argue that maybe we're, maybe we're going too far in some respects. But, yeah, 
times have certainly changed in really a span of 23, 24 years. Um, this person didn't include their name, but they said in 1997, I got married and I'm still happily married today. Looking back, we were just kids. Um, Sarah says in 97, I was in grade nine and grade 10. I was into babysitting. I delivered flyers. She says, I miss some of the innocence. Oh, I love these texts coming in. Keep them coming in to 780-496-0063. What did your life look like in 1997? Um, so Moreland, I just mentioned Princess Diana passing away, uh, Mother Teresa, of course, tons of people. I think the whole world rocked by those two deaths. But what else happened in terms of big news stories in 97? Let's take a look. Flashback Fridays on 630 Chat. 1997. Little doubt this was the biggest story of 1997. Diana, Princess of Wales, has died after a car crash in Paris. Welcome to this special National 9 News update. And the news out of Paris on the condition of Princess Diana is not good. She is now officially reported as dead. In the early morning hours of August 31st, Princess Diana died of her injuries in that single vehicle crash. Her driver, Henri Paul, lost control of the vehicle at high speed. Police said he'd been drinking as well as taking prescription drugs and that he was solely responsible for that crash. Diana was only 36. Have you Googled anything yet this morning? Google.com was registered as a domain name in 1997. You remember the Palm Pilot? There was a Palm Pilot personal and a Palm Pilot professional. They were launched in March of 97. That year, millions watched Ellen DeGeneres publicly declare she's gay. Because I never thought it was anybody's business mm -hmm. who, who I am and who I am with. And so I thought, why do people need to know? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that as long as I had this secret that I worried about all the time, that it made it look like something was wrong. Also in 1997, Paul McCartney was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. The Queen's Gambit, huge on Netflix in 2020, but back in 97, millions and millions of people kept a close eye on world chess champ, Russian grandmaster Garry Kasparov as he matched wits with IBM supercomputer Deep Blue. Uh, Deep Blue beat Kasparov eight days after they started playing. Down east. While Confederation bridges our nation to an island so rich and so rare, I'll be driving Northumberland straight to that wonderland garden that's cradled out there. Yeah, even the late Stompin' Tom Connors wrote a song about the opening of the Confederation Bridge in 97. In our city, the Windspear Center opened up that year. Bill Smith was Edmonton's mayor, and Ralph Klein was Alberta's premier in 1997. For Flashback Friday on 6.30 Chad Mornings, I'm Randy Kilburn. Big year in 1997, and I think, Randy, correct to start with uh, Princess Diana's death. That was probably the biggest story that I think when you when you think back to that year and you remember that story, that really takes you back in time. Uh, lots of people... Huge. Lots of people texting in, though, uh, letting us know where their where their life was at, what life looked like in 1997. Uh, you're loving the nostalgia this morning. Uh, remember, you can go online, too, uh, to 630chat.com and take our Flashback Friday quiz. You can win yourself a $100 Visa gift card if you do. Um, last last Friday, Cliff was our winner, won himself 100 bucks. So uh, go online and see how much you remember. Uh, this person that doesn't include their name say, says, I was one. 
So, yeah, probably not a whole lot of memories. That's kind of how I felt last week when we did 1988. Like, that was the year I was born. You sort of, you, there's things that you kind of have been aware of, but you don't necessarily remember. So this one, for me, morally, is a good one because I actually was, you know, living it and alive and like carrying around a Discman with the Spice Girls on it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> life was good at, at nine years old. I remember my friends and I would play um, the Spice Girls. Like, each of us would pick one and pretend to be them. That was... That nice. was like our game at the time. <laughs> wow, Very different. Like a lot of fun, Chelsea. Sounds like we were in different fun. places in our lives, Morley, you and I. <laughs> I think so. Well, I was still. I was. I was. It was probably be my daughter was pretty young in '97. She was two, so it'd be a few years later that she got into the Spice Girls. But uh, the first concert uh, that uh, that my son ever went to was the Backstreet Boys, uh, who were big that year. And I think that would have been right around then. I, I was. I know I was away. I was. I remember being in uh, that year, being in Arizona in Phoenix for an Oilers game, and at practice, getting on the phone and just dialing Ticketmaster to try and get tickets for the Backstreet Boys in Edmonton, which was going to be coming up in a few months. So I, you know, I remember getting the tickets to that. That was his first concert was the Backstreet Boys, which were huge in 97. And, uh, and then I remember, I remember taking my daughter, telling her it was a Spice Girls, but it was really a Spice Girls imitation group at uh, Klondike Days one year and, oh. and watching them sing. So she bought it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> as long as she believed that she was seeing the real thing, that's really, that's all that matters. But you do remind us of a good, uh, like a good snapshot back in time lining up to go get tickets for concerts i remember having to go to the t the ticketmaster booth and go stand in line for them yeah, or get the bracelet, right, beforehand, yeah. or, or keep making the phone calls. I've had flashbacks to that when I was trying to get my mom on the vaccination list a couple of, you know, last week when you're, when you're making, you're, you're phoning in, you're going in on the computer. Uh, it's funny, too, Randy's piece mentioned the Palm Pilot. I had a discussion off-air with Sarah. She goes, what's a Palm Pilot? So I had to explain to her, it was just like a phone that wasn't a phone and wasn't connected to the internet. And as I recall, it was just basically a word <laughs> processor in your hand, right, in a calendar. That was about it. Pretty much, but groundbreaking, and then led the way to the smartphone. I think later yes. on. It, it was uh, it paved the way for sure. But when you think about what we have now in our hands compared to that, that was nothing. It's a, it's a world of difference. We've seen a lot of technological advancements in the last 20 years for sure. I remember having, um, it, I don't know if your kids had them at this time, Morley, but Tamagotchis, those virtual pets. Yeah. Yeah. Which were just the, the stupidest thing. And, yeah. Yeah. You, you got to keep them alive. Them. They, and, on, they came on little keychains, right? Or something. And yeah. Put them on the, I think my kids had them on their backpack. Yeah, a little egg-shaped keychain thing, and you yeah. try to keep your streak alive and keep your pet alive for as long as you possibly could. And now things look very different in terms of apps and games that we play on our phones. So uh, I'm glad that that looks a little bit different for us. Um, keep texting in to us. Uh, let us know what your uh, what your life was like in 1997. A lot of people acknowledging that that was the year that Connor McDavid was born, Morley. Ah, that's a pretty good year then. So, yeah, pretty someone says, year. my savior was born. <laughs> His name was Connor. Uh, speaking of Morley, what did sports look like in 97? Well, let's go back. We, we looked at uh, the football team and the hockey team last time around. Let's look at the, the rest of the world of sports. Uh, the champions of uh, the uh, 1997 were as follows. Uh, Detroit beat Philadelphia in four straight games to win the Stanley Cup. That was the first time since 1955 they'd won a cup. First of two in a row, first of four in the next 11 years. As we heard a half hour ago, the Argos won the Grey Cup right here in Edmonton over Saskatchewan. Uh, Chicago Bulls beat the Utah Jazz to win the NBA final. It was the second win in the second 
three-peat in an eight-year span for the Bulls as they dominated. Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers beat Drew Bledsoe and the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Florida beat Cleveland to win the World Series. Both Cy Young Award winners in 1997 played in Canada. Roger Clemens of the Blue Jays won in the AL and Pedro Martinez of the Montreal Expos won in the NL. Uh, Martinez' time in Canada was up, though, that year. He would sign a six-year, $69 million deal with the Red Sox. Much too rich for the Expos' blood. In the NHL, it was the end of a franchise. And it's all started on October 11, 1979. It started with a 4-1 loss for the Minnesota North Stars. And over 22 seconds left in NHL history for the Hartford Whalers. The Hartford Whalers would become the Carolina Hurricanes three weeks later. The Winnipeg Jets were already in Phoenix. The Quebec Nordiques in Colorado. That left the Oilers as the only surviving WHA team. Uh, well, one franchise ended. Expansion teams were announced for Nashville, Atlanta, Minnesota, and Columbus. An eventful year for Mario Lemieux. He had 122 points to win the Art Ross Trophy, then retired. He was immediately named to the Hockey Hall of Fame and inducted. He unretired three years later three years later coming back as a player owner for the Penguins. Uh, two Hall of Fame careers started that year. Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe went one and two in the draft. They're now both 41. The only players from their draft class in 97 still playing in the NHL. They spent many years together in San Jose. And 1997 saw one of the strangest events in sports. No surprise it comes from the boxing world. Fighting in Las Vegas, Mike Tyson decided to take a bite out of Evander Holyfield's ear. Not once, but twice. And he bit my ear on purpose again. How can he bite your ear with a mouthpiece? Spit it out of the mouth? He spit the mouthpiece out. He spit the mouthpiece out. Spit the one piece out. That's the result of the biting. Holyfield uh, on both ears. Tyson lost his boxing license in Nevada, was fined $3 million, lost his uh, payday from the fight as well. His license was uh, restored a year later. Not just 97, but most of the 90s were pretty weird for Mike Tyson. Wow. Just took a big old chunk. I watched the video. I was watching the video yesterday, and I'm like, oh, man, it's just horrible to watch, especially when you know it's coming. He just takes a chomp and spits it out. I'm just going to, I'm just going to like, have the visual exist in my mind. I don't think that I need to dive into the video of that. That sounds really nasty. I think I must have much, blocked that out. Can you imagine how much that would hurt, too? Like the top, he bit the top of his ear off. Man. Well, and you'd be so confused too, because you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily know what was happening. Who exactly right. Does that, that? that was a great look of confusion on Evander Holyfield's face. <laughs> <for> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for that reminder, Morley. Uh, Kellyanne texting in uh, saying uh, her 1997 busy year for her. She says I married for the second time in August. Mother Teresa passed a week later, and then Princess Diana a week later. After that, what a month! Um, Daryl says in '97 I had sold my business. I took some me time, and I went to Japan for a karate tournament. Then I spent a week in Okinawa chasing our karate roots. Cool. Don also had a really big year in 97. He says, I was living in Ottawa and touring and performing in Switzerland and North America with the musical Ride. Exciting times. Okay, so some big years for some of you, Ched Nation. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.